0: podcast my name's Brianna woodall I'm your host to the left Brett Welty Bryce Armstrong Andrew McKinley and it's been about what 2 weeks 2 weeks since we recorded last it's been a joy ride
1: <laughs> from what a year from last time all ups no downs wait <laughs> wait a minute hang on how'd you <laughs> been Brett well oh, wait. we've been we've been doing all right we uh uh, since I last joined you fellows in the recording books, I uh, we had kids get sick, which seems to be the story of most people's lives. So checks out. Um, it was this a rough, rough week or so, but we're doing all right. Everybody seems to be on the mend, so no complaints. Nice. Yeah,
2: your wife's home, so
1: yeah, she's in. Yeah. She's also back from Florida. Which what is about no you, point? Bryce Bradstrong?
0: Brace <laughs> Um,
2: I'm fine. We've had a a rough couple of weeks, but the Lord is showing us His provision. The Lord is showing us where He wants us to go, and we just got to figure that out.
0: Yeah. What about you, Andrew?
3: I'm I'm about done with it. I'm <laughs> not done with this. last <laughs> week, <laughs> no. Um, I mean, relatively. I mean, our lives are so. Nice and simple compared to a lot of people in the world. I didn't feel bad complaining. But yeah, it's a little bit rough. I had a busted windshield in my car again, which is like a month after I replaced it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, yeah. Like I said before, either the weather or I have an enemy. <laughs> and I could be
0: I don't like
3: Maybe that. the weather is the enemy. People <laughs> pleaser. So, like, the thing is, I'm not even that mad about the windshield. I'm like, who doesn't like it? <laughs> but but yeah, you should so, be mad about the windshield. That's enough. That ain't she, dude. No doubt. The car is not insured anymore because of a hailstorm six years ago. But mm, you know what? It's rough. I had that problem. Yeah. And
0: I had a monster.
3: People kept beating your windshield because it, no
0: Oh, it's because of the hail. <laughs> yeah. mm, hail damage.
3: Mm. I yeah, so get I, as much it, back. Yeah, we had that. And um just. Uh, there's some stuff come up that just kind of uh, reminds us of like the struggles that uh, my wife and I are having with, uh, you know, we're we're waiting on the adoption stuff to to happen finally, and then we have stuff kind of remind us that that that's been a long time. Just kind of drudges it up, makes it hurt again for a little bit, and yeah. so yeah, a little bit of a, of a rough go, but. All in all, we're still blessed. And we'll just trust God that whatever's going on is part of the plan. We just don't
0: know how yet. How about you? How you Me? Doing? Um Steve.
2: Shut sure.
0: <laughs> First off, I have hair. <laughs> so
2: did he. I'm sure a- he
0: his hair way before. Well, all right. 30. All right. <laughs> You're
2: not 30
0: yet. And I haven't lost my dick. i fall ahead of hair if you can't.
1: 30 is eminent of something.
0: But yeah, no, I feel like this last, I mean, the the week after we recorded, my kids got the flu for an entire week. Sweet. Gross. And, Fluvid. And then I don't even, yeah, and I don't even remember last week. So it seems like it's just been a blur. And I've been tired. My allergies are nuts. and I've been having headaches. But... Yeah, it's just
2: sounds it's like it's just life. Clock. It's just life, just
0: life. Yeah. Per my wife, I looked like I had two black eyes. That's how deep and apparently abysmal my back's under my eyes. <laughs> but that's great. Someone came at you. with <laughs> She beat you up in her in your sleep. <laughs> that could be. But yeah. So start off this episode, I want to go to something personal that I experienced mm. and it's odd fortune cookie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I quit.
0: <laughs> so I'll give you, I'll give you an example of one I got from, I believe it was Mr. Stir Fry.
2: Wait, this is real?
0: Yeah, this is real. Oh my God. I'll give you, and then we'll go into some fake, some oh okay, people have found. But mine said, what does your future hodl? <laughs> it Yeah. It was supposed to be old, but it was H-O-D-L. Oh, hodl. Hodl.
1: What does my future hodl?
0: I don't what know. What does my future hodl? So I thought, I know. why not look at other funny fortune cookie sayings? <laughs>
2: Please let me know. I need to know.
0: These are great. Maybe. <laughs>
2: Maybe we will think so, maybe now.
0: <laughs> number one, the fortune you seek is in another cookie, <laughs> PTSD cookie.
1: <laughs>
0: Number two, a closed mouth gathers no feet. <laughs>
2: Which uh, admittedly is about like, don't put your foot in your mouth. <laughs> but the rest was like, that's, it's like that's, that doesn't seem right. Now. That's still not. Mm. That's weird. Native, that's, they don't understand the language. Not a native speaker. Tea bag. Clearly not.
0: a tea bag fell into my tea. Weird. Oh. Now it's when there'd be more tea flavored. Tea flavor.
1: I hate when it gets all in there. I know. What? All right. Being all infused.
0: Infused. <laughs> Number three. Ew. A conclusion is simply the place where you got tired of thinking. Say what? You mean okay, number three? A conclusion is simply the place where you got tired of thinking. Oh, what's yeah. that? I'm just I'm done. I'm bored. I mean, it's good. I'm good. <laughs> this is good enough.
3: <laughs> good from all that jumping,
0: Yeah. jumping too oh no no. yes number four a cynic is only a frustrated optimist
2: (laughs) what also how is this a fortune i
0: don't know that's what i was wondering too but i really enjoy it checks out number five a foolish man listens to his heart a wise man listens to cookies
2: I had the potential for a really good... It you know, really with did. It, it was on like a good path, and it was like, hmm You're this one's,
0: this one's dear to my heart. I'm sure. Number six. You will die alone and poorly dressed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, stupid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Number seven. A fanatic... Is one who can't change his mind and won't change the subject. Wow,
2: oh, that's pretty good. I don't disagree with this. Since it's, I don't dis- I don't. Th- this one, I I can get on board with.
0: Yeah, I don't see how it's funny.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> actually <quite> <laughs> some of these aren't as bad. I thought i try
3: logging into this to
1: think about
2: things and feel <laughs> stuff. What the heck? It's just that kind of podcast. Yeah. Wait a minute.
1: We said yeah. this early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Just,
0: was twenty minutes. Number eight. If you look back, you'll soon be going
1: that way. <laughs> that is how I drive. Like I'm dabbing. Like I look to the left, my car like, oh goes wild.
3: One of these days, i have driving with my Bill. And it's right. it's re- you're
2: driving on the Viaduct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fortune cookie told You could target.
0: Number nine. You will live long enough to open Mint Fortune cookies. <laughs> if you're into takeout.
2: <laughs> Why are you just staring at me? Because <laughs> you're into takeout. We all know that. Yeah, well, it today. checks out. I, I can't tell you how many times I had DoorDash. <laughs> oh, it's been a few.
0: I think on Tuesday
2: I had some yummy hot and sour soup. Yeah, you sent us a picture of that? I sent us a picture. It did not look good. It was the front. Yeah. yeah Doc How. Oh, that's why it didn't look good. Dude. Whoa, they, hot take. Hey, they said, that's that's hot not t- their t- game. Hot take. I don't know if they changed
0: management or something, but their game has stepped up. Mm. It's very. I tried. Very
1: good. It's been a long Number time. Number 10. It has been a long time. Number 10.
0: An alien of some sort will be appearing to you shortly. Checks out. That's a good one. <laughs> that. No, I don't even get it. But I don't <laughs> I think, think there's sticks unless there. it uh, <laughs> comes Halloween. I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, mean. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit. It's just a word. Anyways. <laughs> Number 11. These kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I
1: love the realization you just came to.
0: Like, <laughs> it
3: took is
1: ten. there seven
0: It took 10 of them. I was really, was, these really kind of suck.
3: I was there when you read you. Okay. Let me look but through these. It's looking for more English. Like, no.
0: <laughs> Translation
3: problems.
1: Like HODL.
0: Oh, this, one, <laughs> this one's a good one. He who throws dirt is losing ground. I've actually heard that before. Yeah. That's how it would. I'm not going to tell you. No, yes. tell, tell He, he who no. lasts last is what? laughing at
2: you. Huh? Nope. Or is he just dumb?
0: <laughs>
2: he didn't but get the joke.
0: What if <laughs> I'm awesome. laughing at me then? You'll be hungry again in one hour. <laughs> I'm
2: hungry that's, now. That's good. The the good. Going to <laughs> that's because, a good. One. Because Chinese food to it's makes you hungry. Funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. It's the MSGs. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, mm-hmm. MSG. Let me find. A oh, I thought it was Madison,
0: Madison Let me Square find a Garden. good one. Oh, this is good. <laughs> I thought it was Madison Square
2: Garden. No Madison Square Garden in this food.
0: Yeah. I don't believe in eating that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Why not? Mm-hmm. My body's a temple.
0: <laughs> Let me say it.
3: It's not you as use. bad for you as they say. It's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Big Square Garden. Sugar and they Big, big <laughs> Who's they, by the way? Big yeah. Sugar and Big Salt. Who is they?
3: Oh. Uh, yeah. They're conglomerate. Because they MSG conglomerate. is just them. Yeah. As one thing, mm. it's delicious.
2: That's <laughs> how you could put that, it in food. That
0: face was incredible. It's delicious.
2: delicious. <laughs> That's true. All right. I get it. Okay. Okay. Are you
0: done? I'm just trying to find a good one. There's oh. nothing. I'm going to read you some English while we're waiting. You, <laughs> I got well, that, there's one that says that wasn't chicken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Is that a, yeah, I have
0: the broccoli beef. <laughs> ask your mom instead of a cookie.
2: Mm, okay, that's, that's, that's true. Wow. He's still going. She's not done. Yeah, I know. You should ring it. It's got okay. This is like the that. hotel
3: breakfast in the lobby in the mm. in somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where. Check but stuff. the the sign says please do not touch bread with hands. Please use tongue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for redeeming this. <laughs> we got a bottle of stuff that says lip and eye remover. <laughs> not makeup. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like
0: that.
3: We got advertisement for a smartwatch. It says through it, we can not only see the mobile phone, but also a new word. <laughs> <laughs> a new what?
2: <laughs> a new word. <laughs> Oh, it's supposed to be world. Yes. W R I I D. Great. Read. rude. Yes, it took me that long to get.
1: <laughs> you laughs last.
3: Dumb. <laughs> we got a t shirt here. We got a t shirt that says, mm. I jubbed, don't care. <laughs> I am beautiful. I am perfect.
0: <laughs> I am smudd. <smart. laughs> <laughs>
3: you got a drive-through window that says only cash. Said <laughs> trash or cash? Yes. Only cash, no charge.
0: <laughs> All right,
3: we got a we got a package. For- <laughs> A children's costume. Now, I know this is an obvious, plant. So this one isn't real. This one's. a... Uh, someone puts this in the store as a joke, but it's still funny. Um, it is a. It is a wizard costume for a, a little girl. It says Hermony Grinder.
0: <laughs> she was
2: my favorite character.
0: <laughs> the top
3: student at Chogaborts. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a we got a ray D-ray it's got Optimus Prime my other friend says deformed car
2: <laughs> that's
3: one way to translate transformed sign that says se habla espanol we speak Russian
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: no, I I should have drank that oh, no. at that point <laughs> But I did yeah, Gracias por no subir al arbol Which means Please don't climb the tree
2: <laughs> Direct translations Goodness we got, a,
3: we got a fish tank at a supermarket Big fish swimming around And there's this fresh
0: crap Yes <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you give 'em room, they get bigger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh.
3: That's
0: all I got. Did you get any more good? That was, that was good. I found one more. Get it. Man trades babies for 15 Big Macs. <laughs> Badcriminals.com. That sounds like some Florida man stuff right there. <laughs> you can
1: see it. I can't see it. Like I could handle 15 Big Macs.
2: He he, big boy.
0: Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> every once in a while,
3: you find someone who's like 110 pounds. You're like, man, that person could eat a whole bunch, and I don't know why.
2: Jesse Cole. Okay. Don't get it. Call him out, for us. Jesse Cole. Let's have him on the show. I don't time. understand. But... We need you to come on to our podcast. Come
0: Just on, on to the podcast. Sewage spill kills fish, but water safe to drink. <laughs> huh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I like sewage.
2: oh he's still going no I was yeah, I froze
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what last one mm-hmm. 17 remain dead in morgue shooting spree <laughs> remain dead <laughs> that's one I, I hate math say 4 and 10
2: a majority of Americans. <laughs> I need I need your brother to like, like, just drudge up some like- I should old, ask him, old please. Headlines. I should, I should I ask ask him. Him. I'll see what I can do. All right. Because I totally me. barfed on this one. No, but, uh, it's okay. That's there, what was, I there was redemption.
3: Everyone barfs yeah. ever sometimes.
0: Everyone barfs sometimes.
3: Children's book, I'm sure. I hope so. There with everybody poops. I hope so
0: just write a jingle for this? <laughs> I'm trying to process it. Can, I can make jingles off the top. I'm proud of you. It's off the dome, off the top of my rocker.
2: Show a Okay. Thanks, Thanks Obama. Obama. Thanks Obama.
0: We all do that. Anyways. So to re wind this thing back around to the most important thing that we could talk about is the gospel. Mm. The gospel's not funny. And that's okay <laughs> anyways i want to re uh, i want to go back and just talk about, just briefly talk about uh summarize what we did last time just to get everyone caught up so we talked on silence and solitude scripture and uh prayer <laughs> fasting we did all those four um yeah and we're going to continue on and we're going to start off with simplicity which i'm going to cover do it Simplicity. So we'll go through second Corinthians one twelve. 12. That's his sad. Sorry, well, that's, my too, chair. Just, that's my not, chair, but, uh, no, that's all right. But, second uh, Corinthians one twelve. Now this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially in our relations with you with integrity and godly sincerity. We have done so relying not on the wor- on worldly wisdom but on God's grace so structuring your life in such a way that it becomes more free, which mm. we live in a world of clutter. Ooh. I think there was a study that showed that the amount of storage units that we have all over America could literally fit every single American in one five by five space.
2: Oh my word.
0: Yeah. And all those storage units are for all of our junk. <laughs> You know what I mean? So that's me. It's how much, how much are we living in excess, though? This is the worst.
2: Yeah, they keep building them here. Yeah. They don't stop.
0: Yeah. No. To Frederick Nietzsche in his mustache, he says, the father, this is one of the best, one of a good thing that maybe Nietzsche might have said. But it was, uh, it said, the mother of excess is not joy, but joylessness. Mm. That's very good. So how much? So I want to, I want to give you, you with in the, that listen to this and mm-hmm. us, like how many times have we tried to like fill in a gap of maybe loneliness or something like that with stuff? A if lot. I get, if I get this thing, if I get this certain clothing mm-hmm. or this item, mm-hmm. it'll make me feel better, but it ultimately does make us feel,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: makes feel worse.
2: That's right. Yeah. it's interesting. I, I love stuff way too much. It's probably one of my biggest sins. And which I mean, they're all the same. But it's stuff. I'm like, oh, I, I need the new phone. I need a new car. Fortunately, I have a wife now who uh, tells me I'm dumb. So I don't have I'm as much stuff anymore.
3: I've been trying to tell me he's dumb for you.
2: <laughs> but I'm not a girl. Nah, you're not. You're not as pretty as her. Sorry. I'm not trying. <laughs>
0: but yeah like uh it checks out i mean that's what, that's kind of what i've had to go through that too because i like just like probably some of my favorite ones are shoes
2: oh you love shoes dude you if we were the same shoe size you've, you've tried to give me so many shoes I but kind of sad we're not the same shoe size because i would take your hand me down yeah. in a heartbeat
0: But but uh so what i've done um So I've minimalized my wardrobe, so I'm down to, I have two pairs of casual shoes, one for like special events and then my everyday ones, and then I have one pair of work shoes and then (laughs) anything like that. And then like with clothing, I just try to wear like the same kind of thing. So I just, so there's no surprise or whatever. And then it just, and surprisingly for me, it's been easier to like not want more clothes. And huh. stuff like that too, because it's like, well, I, I look back, my like, I wear like a black t shirt, probably black mm-hmm. jeans or gray jeans, and that's usually what I wear. And so mm-hmm. I've just been, I've been slowly minimalizing my wardrobe just to kind of like not only declutter my closet, but kind of declutter the feelings that I am not enough or whatever. So I think that I think that comes with it's like, oh, we're not enough. We're not gonna be wanted enough by our the peer like peers around us. But I'm like, uh-huh. that's true. So I'm like, you have to you don't have to dress in a certain way, you don't have to look a certain way yeah. to be accepted. And God meets us there too. Yeah. And in Matthew six, nineteen through twenty-one, it says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on the earth, um, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves Break in it break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in its steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So William of Ockham. Ockham? Ockham? Yes, William of Occam. Yeah, the razor. Yeah. William of Ockham says Occam's it is pointless. Right. Yeah. Don't stare at me like that. He knows. William I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. William of Ockham, he says it is pointless to do with more what can be done with fewer. So it's just reiterating that we don't necessarily need to clutter our lives. all this stuff. And I think that and I think that clears us up to probably commune more <clears throat> with Jesus in our personal lives. When we're not distracted with <clears throat> things that pass away.
2: Yeah, I mean, that that's the one of the main reasons we keep talking about not having the phone. I mean, that's one of the yeah. distractions we have yeah. and decluttering all of that nonsense. All um, the, I was going to say, can
3: we add just entertainment, which could all necessarily different. pressure okay. an extrinsic you know, object that we can hold, but I think it robs the most of our time.
2: Oh,
0: can I mean, we look at what the streaming stuff. services is. Yeah, mm-hmm. we never... Like, Who would have known, who would have known like even 10 years ago how much distraction, especially like, Uh I mean, distraction and stuff and stuff like that. Like it, it really, it helps us to not think of like our deep pain. (laughs) It numbs our pain Uh because we don't want to deal with it. Right. But I think if we're going to become closer to Jesus, we have to deal with that kind of stuff and that might hurt. A little
2: bit. You know.
0: Yeah. Brett, you've been honestly
1: quiet. Well, I'm just taking it all in. You know, I thought of when, when you said what you said um, earlier, I thought of in Jeremiah 2, it says, God speaking, they have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. So when I think of this topic of, we're calling it simplicity, but realistically it could be anything under the umbrella of distraction you know how can we live a, a less distracted life i think the root of it comes down to this desire to to have if, if our if our joy is water if god is is living water we have these things <clears throat> that we create try, to try to hold our joy that just can't yeah. entertainment is in there, clothing yeah. wardrobe the next gadget pencils, I mean whatever. <laughs> you know, I kinda of throw everybody <laughs> in the i myself into the bus too here. what I like. But we all do it, right? We all yeah. we all try to take this thing we call joy and yeah. instead of pursuing the living waters of Christ, we try to take this joy and put it in a in a cistern, a a a, a container to hold water that is broken. It can't hold it. So yeah. like it's not that those things are bad. It's not that clothing is bad. It's not that it it's just that it's not meant to hold your joy. Yeah. It's not it's not meant to give you what you want it to give you. Only God gives you that. Yeah. In and in, in a simplistic or distraction free life is a life saying i'm going to put away the things that don't give me joy and pursue joy in one place alone yeah
3: it's like this is the answer to idolatry
0: right. Yeah. Right. I, that's what i was saying yeah it's like girl,
3: stepping on your toes no no, no, no. no <laughs> I mean, <you> get it <laughs> Perfiant, but no one, it's, that's that's, it's that cuz yeah i mean that's what these boil down to is that yeah. i need these objects they help <laughs> fulfill me or i need to distract myself with entertainment i need to numb myself because there's something I want to ignore in my life. And so instead of relying yeah. on God, instead of taking our burdens to him, we go to these idols Yeah. Mm-hmm. and we just fill our minds with them.
0: Right. And there's a, some of the idols. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about being more, um, as a society, we're talking about being more progressive and like no need for religion and stuff, but it's just changed forms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just changed <laughs> into adult, like. The Apple is the idol, you know, from our, like our tech,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Apple is an idol. and mm-hmm. Android can be an idol. If it's what we're obsessed with kidding all the time, getting mm-hmm. the latest new one, because it's like, if we don't have the newest one, then we're like, we're behind every mm-hmm. ever. It's not true. Right. You know, um, for practicing the way it says on the subject of simplicity. It says we live with a nagging sense that, we'll ne- that we never have enough <laughs> of time in the day or money in the bank. We feel torn in multiple directions, tired of low-grade fatigue behind it. everything, beset by constant distraction. Uh, we all know the cliche that the most important things in life aren't things. is true. And yet... Time and time again, we fall for advertising ploys. Um, Is there a practice from the way of Jesus that could set our heart free from what Jesus called the deceitfulness of wealth, the false promise that money and stuff can give us security um, and and satisfaction? To get free of the endless cycle of desire and find contentment, margin, and life in the kingdom of Jesus. Yes, there is. The practice of simplicity. It's just living simple even in mm-hmm. Jesus. And him and him being enough instead of stuff being more like more important mm-hmm. to you. And Richard J. Foster, he says the goal of work is not to gain wealth and possessions, but to serve the common good and bring glory to God. You know it's and that's from the book freedom of simplicity fighting harmony in a complex world huh. you know we do like like it says like it's not to gain wealth because if we're gaining wealth that means we're storing up treasures on the earth that are eventually going to fade away and we are not going to be remembered after like like a generation after we we've gone all, you know after we've died we're not going to be remembered we fade away
2: yeah,
0: or but I think there's a hunger to to be remembered, to be worth something, to more and to find I don't know, find pleasure in in being needed. But ultimately, we would I would hope that we'd be just striving to be in communion with God daily,
1: yeah. over you know
0: holding on to a what is
1: it a vapor. Mm -hmm. of life yeah it's Sunday school this morning pastor he made that comment where he said in the way i would say it i don't remember how he said it but the idea was basically if someone were to was to bust into your life would there be enough evidence that you're christian would there be enough there to convict you of the Mm -hmm. crime of being a christian like you should be i think the way he said it was you should be doing and living in a certain way that that people would wonder why are they living that that way yeah because the the ideas were different than the world, we're not we're not pursuing the things of the world, and I think what I like about that Foster quote is our, the goal of work isn't to to become more wealthy and, and to and to amass more things, but it is to bring glory to God, which I think is just really helpful when we think about like what like what are we what are we doing, why are we doing it?
0: I think it comes with I think that quote. It it feels like it comes from a place of like how. It seems in this this day and age, careerism is really important, and like having a title, a purpose, and like your work, uh, can overshadow just life with God. They're saying, "I need a job to provide for my family, do what I need to do to like sustain that or whatever." Not live with more. know that but I think, but like I think, but this it comes from the obsession of having more over me being with God, um, yeah, it just distracts us. So here's the things that I think, uh, five things to become more simple. I think and they worked for me I work for everybody. <clears throat> That's what a rule of life is about is it meets you where you're at and who you are and what kind of person you are. And if you're a type A or an introvert or whatever. So it goes from number one is just getting rid of excess stuff, maybe by donating it or just throwing it out. Two would be making a budget, seeing like where are you spending more of your money and saying, well, if I'm wasting, say I'm wasting a certain amount of money on just getting junk food or something like or something like that. Maybe eating in more and being able to maybe give that money to someone who lead it or donating it to a cause that you believe in. Um, or giving more to the church that you go to, um, number three would be simplify your wardrobe, be mindful about what you buy. So if you're buying, say if I, like for me, I would buy black and white shoes that look different. But they're all, but all they're black and white. <laughs> or I buy a sweater that's black and then buy another sweater that looks slightly different but black.
2: And then buy buy the one that doesn't fit you, and then give it to (laughs) me. Look at this. Yeah. Would you prefer the slate or the
3: charcoal (laughs) gunmetal?
0: Exactly. (laughs) So just being mindful
2: about
3: buying,
0: maybe buying things Mm -hmm. that are more sustainable Mm -hmm. or whatever that could be better on the earth. Because I do think we can. I think as, um, what you call it? As I think God gives us, he shows it to us in Genesis about how we're supposed to cultivate the earth and take care of it. Stewards of us, Stewards. Yeah. We're supposed to take care of it. Not just, I know we're like, we all know like it'll come to an end, but I do think we're supposed to take care of the places that we're at. Is God, I think God cares. Still creation. Mm-hmm. I think we, he still did make it. Yeah. And it'd be foolish of us to just abandon that idea that. We don't need to do that now, but I think, I think we do need to take care of our All right. That we get a, a whole nother thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, number four, if you don't need to upgrade your phone, don't do it. Huh? <laughs> Why? What if it's free? What if it's, I mean, Dude, it was free. I don't, I, I mean, I upgraded mine. Free, 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 free. But I just wanted it so I could, it would last for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, of my physical... still got a button. I'm gonna keep it back. Number five. All in all, just be content with what you have. Yeah. Don't be striving for more. As we sit around here with all this awesome <laughs> podcast technology, <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm um, sorry. Right. I could talk about minimalism, but I don't think we need to go into it as much as I thought I would. I thought. Uh,
2: no, I mean I think you hit the, the nail on the head.
0: But Now we're gonna head into living in
1: community. All right. All right. Well, living in community, uh this topic is near and dear to my heart, and actually, um to not go too far down the uh the rabbit trail, but that I would I, I would say that there were two aspects of my Christian life that really Started me down the path of of growing in Christlikeness, and one was teaching, and the other one was living in community. So the two things I fought for a long time, as a as a new member of the church we all go to now, is I didn't want to serve, and I didn't want to I didn't want to be together. I I, I wanted to do my own thing, and I, I didn't want to be tied to anyone or anything in the church. And when when there was an opportunity to start teaching, and I took that, that really caused me to have some spiritual fire and then i was part of a community group for years and and i would say that that, that community that fellowship was was really one of the the major aspects of, of of growth in my christian life so much so that uh the first sermon i ever preached at our church was about the topic of uh living in community or fellowship we're doing uh a series on spiritual gifts or or spiritual disciplines and kind of different guys took different topics. And that one was given to me because I was all jazzed up about it. So, and I still am, but um, I was really, really excited back then. First uh, 1 John 1, seven says, if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sins. So we're together. We're near." Don uh, Whitney says this. He says, thinking of the spiritual disciplines as part of the Christian life unrelated to the fellowship of believers is unbiblical thinking. So what he's saying is we've talked about Bible reading. We've talked about prayer. We've talked about all these different things. But if we're thinking about these disciplines apart from living together as fellow believers, we're not thinking in the right way about what Christianity really is. So J.I. Packer defines fellowship as seeking to share in what God has made known of himself to others as a means of finding strength, refreshment, and instruction for one's own soul. So here's my question to you guys. When we think about fellowship, where do we do it and what is it? So what I mean is, can fellowship be done anywhere or is there only a certain kind or certain place that we we go to when we do fellowship? Or that's not, you're asking us. I'm asking like, you, that's... what do you think? <laughs> what yeah. do you think? I feel like we're fellowshipping right now. I think
2: we are. There's, yeah, a few places that are off limits, but otherwise I think you can fellowship mm-hmm.
3: just about anywhere that you can gather. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's good. Dude. So let me, a couple of texts and then... This other thing I want to ask you. So Ephesians four sixteen says, "From whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow." So that it builds itself up in love. So the idea is, if the church is the analogy that the New Testament uses is the body, you know, it's pretty hard for your the body isn't separated, right? Like just by the way that the the examples and the picture, the word picture that like Paul in the New Testament uses, they're saying. You know, we're a body, and so your hand can't be in a different state than than the arm, right? That's just not how bodies work. Yeah. And so I, I think it the, the Bible preassumes that your your community it, and your church is is local and near and connected. Mm. like a body is local and near and connected. Um, Galatians six one and two say brothers. If anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. So part of being brothers and sisters in Christ is that we should be near enough to, so how well do we know each other, right? How, How well do we know each other to know how, how do we know if one of our brothers or sisters is in is in a transgression or in a sin mm. and, and and do we have the relationship to be able to go to that person and say hey you need to to turn you need to repent you need to come come out of that isn't isn't that interesting that I and mean, again the the Bible just assumes that you're going to be near enough to somebody that you can see a change and that you're close enough to them relationally that you can say something mm. because no one no one just loves someone bombing in and being like hey man i don't know you but you're <laughs> doing it wrong that's just not really how it works right no and I, think I f- like my wife telling me what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and bearing one another's burdens right like shouldering the load together i mean isn't that just a, a comforting helpful idea that 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 if 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 what i'm doing in this life is is carrying this boulder like one way that we can lighten our load is have someone else come along and also help, help lift, right? Help take these burdens. We know that ultimately, like in Matthew 11, Christ is the one who, who takes our burdens, but, but there's this real element of part of how Christ does that in the real world is through fellow believers. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if,
0: I know that I think the two things that keep us from confessing sins to one another is pride and shame. Oh, for sure. And I wonder if we lit, if we lived in a way that we didn't feel those two things around each other. Um, and how 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 like life fulfilling that kind of community
1: would be, you know? Right. Well, even in Galatians six, it says, "Keep watch over yourself, lest you too be tempted." So, when Paul writes, he says, "You can't." get on your high horse and say you're always the one who who restores somebody you need to to watch yourself too Mm -hmm. like we we can't have pride or we can't pour out shame because except by god's grace we could be the ones and you know what we will probably be the ones at some point needing someone to say to us hey you're dropping the ball man yeah you know like there's no like to there's no like we're the encouragers you're the screw-ups. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not, like, <laughs> like, and you never, I mean, like, we're, we're both on either side of that equation. That's good. And we just can't. We can't live that way because right. that's that pride that goes before the fall, right? Saying, uh-huh. I'm never the one to need help. I'm the one to give help. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not a healthy place to be. And, and Paul doesn't assume that. He says, those of you who are more spiritual should restore those in the spirit of gentleness. But keep watch mm-hmm. because you too could be tempted. And so he say so. So the hmm. the stronger, more spiritual brother also he's like, take take heed. That's how serious sin is. That's how dangerous. That's why we need each other. Hebrews three says, exhort one another every day, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. Again, another just great text about. The scariness and the seriousness of sin, how that it can draw any and every one of us in so much so that we need to exhort and encourage one another every single day for how long? Well, as long as we call it today, which is forever. So until Christ returns, we need to encourage one another because the fear is we are could be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Brandon's really good at that. We get a text. Multiple yep. times a day mm-hmm. from random. <laughs> right. Uh encouraging just there's random verses, there's random thoughts that are pretty uplifting and encouraging. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Sometimes just weird, but
3: <laughs> Sure.
2: You'd be weird. No, I guess I always
0: <laughs> I always try to oh. uh, I always try to be encouraging because I didn't I guess I didn't necessarily grow up that way so it's like well I, mean, I want to encourage people whatever because i would have loved to have been encouraged to
2: mm-hmm. you know do, do you need encouragement is that what you're asking no oh.
0: <laughs> i mean sometimes i'll need it
1: okay but because i'm not good at it no that's a that's a funny thing isn't it like there's there's people that are gifted at things yeah but but there's still some things that we're all called to do. Like yeah. we should all encourage. We should one all other. encourage. But some people are actually good at it. Like yeah. I'd say, <laughs> like he's good at it. Mm-hmm. Our pastors good at oh, it? For sure. There are some people that are just like really good at it. Like we're all called to do it, and so you know we need grace for it. But like yeah. when you are good at it, like those kind of people never want for friends. They never <laughs> want for anything because I mean nothing feels better than getting with somebody and leaving feeling better. Yeah. Then you start it. And that's yep. not, I think, just, like, corny self-help stuff. That's like, I think that's biblical. I, mean, I think that's <laughs> yeah. the idea of, like, we, we need to be encouraged because life's hard. I mean, we were yeah, at a table this. 40 minutes ago, and we were like, yeah, you know what? For this week kind of had some crummy stuff in it. And, yeah. like, like, we yeah. need each other, right? Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Well, like, I think,
0: what was it? Um, when setting my rule of life, I wanted to make a a priority of, like, even um, like us for getting to retreat with one another or whatever, like it's like take a take like a a Friday night and then a Saturday and come back from Saturday night or whatever and like retreat and be with one another and encourage and like build this platform, but also just build each other up as mm-hmm. like in a brotherly bond. A brotherly bond. That'd be dope. Or whatever. <laughs>
2: And I know somebody this is, is this your way of like telling us so that like, you can also tell our wives, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what's happening yeah. right I mean, I
0: thought i thought about it and like, I've got to have a hookup at the Ponca state park Yes, you do. Could, oh, where we get to hang out and
2: do those cabins are yeah. yes,
0: they are. So it's like, I was like, it'd be cool to do that mm-hmm. because I think if we're going to really build community, it has to be outside of like church functions and
2: like, gotta be out of the norm.
0: Yeah, because it's like, if we're going to be, we're going to do this life together, which has always been my, my want is to have like, because I don't have siblings or anything like that. So I've always wanted like a bond with my friends and it's more like a brother, like a brotherly bond. So it's like, it's all, I've always wanted to cultivate that kind of stuff um, and do intentional things. That's why I reach out all the time and I send encouraging stuff. It's like. I'm thinking of you guys and I care about you guys and I want to make sure that you're always pointed to, to Jesus and mm. all that too. You know, but that's,
2: I don't have a brother, but I imagine this is what it feels like. Sure. I don't know. That was so cheesy and corny. <laughs> 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 my
0: little, my little, can I add a little oh, bit oh, of to you? Um, but from practicing the way talks about community It's talking about like seven rhythms of healthy community. And that would be celebrating together, like getting together and celebrating like a, a birthday or like going around and saying what's good in your life. And just celebrating that with one another, bearing each other's burdens, confessing sins to one another, um, hospitality. So it'd be like take a night to meet together and instead of encourage each other in your community, invite, invite a friend or a neighbor. And just have a get together to bear witness mm. to your community, eating together. Everyone here is good at eating. We love to eat. We love to eat. Well, first uh, ballot hall of fame. I think, eating. I think this, this <laughs> one is way more awkward to do with one another, but is to pray and worship together. Mm.
2: I think it's awkward. like, if we just did it like right here
0: or like, if we got a group together, who are like, we're going to pray and we're going to worship. Cause to me. Like worshiping together in that kind of like more of like a laid back setting is mm-hmm. way more vulnerable. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, it's very yeah, I agree, with dude. That. Yeah, and that's it's so I that. like a retreat when we were up in that it's dome so thing. It was, it was sounded good, yeah. but it was much more vulnerable. It was m- much mm-hmm. weirder just because it we were in the middle. We were it was us, mm-hmm. our instruments and voices, and that's yeah. it. And like yeah it, it was it like we and we had just got done playing on a stage and it was like i can have you had a drum set on stage but i can't do that in the middle of the room no. it's yeah so, it, yeah
0: so i think the was so, so hot yeah.
2: dude he was it's so kind of hot sweating on everything no.
0: okay. so i'll, I'll throw an idea if we do like an under 40 group maybe we should and in, intertwine worship into that
2: mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah
1: the worship together yeah. yeah
2: it's called the wealthy community group now
1: Yeah, we yeah did you change it? I, mean, I am because we've got people that are over forty. Some of us are careening towards forty I'm quicker so, than we'd
2: like. I'm so glad you look at the website that I work so. Hard <laughs> on.
0: I think it's a good idea. He doesn't have time for those distractions. And then, yeah. you know, and then, and then, the last one would be generosity. should be, um, there's a lot of ways to be generous in your community. It would be like open, open up the floor for your community. Ask, uh, does anybody need financial or, practical, like a practical need hmm. in your community. Um, so, it's plan a night in which people bring extra money. They're able to donate to needs in or outside of your community. So, that could be like we could have a pop up or whatever, and we put the money in and we give it to some organization around um, our area.
2: So, I know less them. I know this, the home church that they when they take in their ties and offerings they find someone in the community that needs help and that's where their ties and off- offerings yeah. go because i mean they're just a small little home church and yeah. they're all about the community which is so cool
1: yeah uh, most churches have like a deacon fund where they it's for the the physical needs of like the body yeah pretty common, yeah yep
0: Ooh, this is a good one this goes in with simplicity um we so already that was, covered that. We have. We have but uh, it says adopt a monthly rice and beans night. By choosing a simpler, less expensive meal, members of your community can choose to bring the money that they would have spent on a more oh. elaborate meal and instead donate that money to a local nonprofit or to someone in need in your community.
2: I love rice and beans. So, better too. <laughs> so good. It's
1: good. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. The okay. only other thing I was going to say, um, and this is something that is, is a hotly contested idea. We had conversations in a community group I was in for a year about, uh-huh. for years about this is, is, is what constitutes fellowship? So we already said it can be anywhere. We've got these different ideas from Brandon of, of some events, but, but what, like, like, what is the difference between fellowship and hanging out? Mm. Yeah. and and are they different or are they synonymous and here's the phrase i've always used is is not the event but the content yeah so so for me it's it's not what it is but how is it you are speaking or 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 do what you know, what is the content of your speech or your actions at the event so we could be eating or shopping or recreating or whatever mm-hmm. And we could either be fellowshipping because we're we're talking about the deep things of God, or encouraging one another in, in a spiritual way, or we could just be hanging out. And I and I like both, and I think there's a place for both. But I do think fellowship should be a little more fine fine pointed.
2: Yeah. That makes sense. And it's edifying mm-hmm.
1: Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can edify Christ by by felt by hanging out, but like we should. I mean, we should also have that gear where we can just turn and say, "Well, you know, what are you dealing with? You
2: know, yeah, well,
1: what's happening?" Yeah, how can I pray for you? That's a simple question
2: you can ask. I don't like answering that question. No, no one does.
1: <laughs> it's like no one likes to worship.
2: But I think it's because yeah.
0: I think it's because we put on a facade that we have to be like. We have to be really good. Yeah,
2: the same all the time. Mm-hmm. We have to be really good at doing everything all the time. Like there can't be anything wrong in our lives, or we're doing something wrong. I I lived in that life for five, six, seven years. Yeah and to, yeah. I, it's hard to get out of that mindset I, still, I feel
0: like i'm still like i'm still feeling the weight of that still like in my life yeah still. like i feel wore out more than i've ever felt in my life hmm. and i think that's because i I put too much of a i put too much of this stipulation i have to be good enough yeah or better enough, or even better than better
2: 100. than and yeah so
0: it's like i like, I'm not like there's, there's just some times, and I know it's burnout or whatever, but I just felt like, like yesterday, we kind of did like a Sabbath day. Like, who's we? My, my family. Okay. But we, um, like I didn't really do much at all. Huh. My wife, Bethany, went out and got her toes done with my mom. But other than that, it was just like super chill. And, but there's this, this, Angsty, un, like angst, like almost like low grade anxiety inside of me. It's like I'm not doing enough, or whatever. I'm sitting here like not doing anything, being just being with my like, kids and my wife stuff, but they're still like I need to be doing something <laughs> or whatever. So it's like because I'm like I'm not doing enough, that means I'm gonna fail in all these other spots in my <clears> in my life. But it's not. That's not true.
2: No. It's not true.
0: Yeah. I was just, I was just like, but I do think that comes from the past. That
2: I agree. We, we've had, we've, uh, yeah, that's been shoved down our throats. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, by
0: the grace of God, He's pulled us out of that. But there's still, yeah, a lot.
2: Oh, that residual is not, is not gone.
0: No. So it's like, like I said, I feel a lot more tired than it probably felt in my life.
2: Yeah. I, I don't feel, I don't feel the burnout that you feel. Um, I, I've never had the feeling of burnout. Sucks. yeah, well, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, frankly, I don't believe in burnout, and we very we've had this conversation. I disagree with burnout, the idea of it, and I feel like if you're called to something, then God will sustain you in that. I agree with that. Um, so, mm-hmm.
0: I think of, I think in another way, if we're kind of which if. if in my case, I was striving to do something that probably God
2: didn't have planned for your life. Yeah, and you were trying to trying fight to...
0: it. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's where burnout comes.
2: in. I, I understand. Okay. Yeah. yeah. but yeah, that residual of all that nonsense, yeah, yeah it 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 doesn't go away. Yeah. And I want to be prideful, and I don't want to be. I don't want to admit to you that I've done something wrong. I don't want to admit to you guys that I I'm a failure and that my wife and I argue and
1: the <laughs> thing I was sitting down right
2: and <laughs> I'm not always the nicest person in the world but like yeah I don't need to confess all my sins on camera but like uh, it, yeah there's it's it's hard to talk about
3: yeah.
2: fortunately I have a wife who can talk about that thing those things with, with I mean your wife especially um yeah. Yeah, it's it's super beneficial. And then she comes to me. She's like, "Yo, you, 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 you messed up." <laughs> or, she, I mean, she admits when she messes up too. She's very quick to admit when she messes up, which is super nice. And I wish I was like her.
1: Yeah, I would. Ins- I would agree with
0: that statement for myself.
1: Yeah, I, wish I would you- agree. Both of you need to be more like your wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's good. but it's i mean marry marry someone you admire yeah. yeah yeah man uh, yeah. so we did you know th- that's the thing about sin though right like sin married way up yeah <laughs> i know uh, i agree <laughs> sin sin does that though right i mean sin <laughs> sin separates us sin makes us think that we're on an island sin makes us think that there are the only one going through this sin yeah. makes us think that i can't confess this because the The social capital I will spend with my friends to admit this is too great. I can't pay it. I can't, I can't pay. And that's just not, Mm -hmm. this is not the Christian life. I mean, Mm -hmm. the, the, the dirty secret of the Christian life is that the more you grow in Christ, the more you realize your sin. So the more you're, you're not shocked when a friend says, I'm struggling with this. Mm -hmm. Take a number. (laughs) Sin's like whack-a-mole. You knock one down, two more pop up. We're all dealing with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I just yeah again
3: do so that. Sin wants us to feel alone. Yes. Mm-hmm, much less of a threat. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> Satan and his machinations when we're when we're not. You know when we're working together. as why. Machinations is a cookie. <laughs> you got this iPad. means What does it mean? Like. Schemes, workings, schemes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Like when he pushes the button, all the stuff moves. Um, that's a, machina- a machine. Yeah, machine and machinations start with the oh, same oh. root word. Yeah. Oh.
1: You know what else does? Macaroons. Yes, they do. That's a cookie. <laughs> it's not a good cookie. <laughs> no. Uh,
2: it's
3: life.
1: Fun, but here we are. Yeah. That's and, life. And this is why community. As we as we wrap up this, we need to move on. But yeah, I mean that's that's the the beauty of community is that. Is that we we're not alone, both in in our own struggles, but also in where we can go. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't have to go any further than the local than, than our than the, than our community to be able to to bear one another's burdens and to care for one another. I mean, the the more you're rooted in in a in a local community, the more crazy good stuff happens, right? I mean. Yeah, the the confession of sin, the the growing together Christlikeness, the 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 caring of one another, even you know the, the carrying of physical needs. I can't tell how many people in our church have helped move. You guys have all been at that stuff. I mean, like the, like when stuff happens, you just you circle the wagons, right? And you start caring for one another, and that that's what being part of a, a local community is. Is is there's a need, we can fill it. Let's do it. Yeah. And That's what makes for a good for a good community and it can it can be it can be the most fulfilling and the most gratifying most enjoyable thing you can have that's that was my experience and that's yeah. that again. like I said when when we started this thing like that was like one of the two pillars of my young christian life that really lit me on fire was was being being receiving the benefits and then being part of a fellowship so that's it and mm-hmm.
0: and that's it
1: I'll tell you, but actually,
3: we kind of already tied the Sabbath in, which is the last mm. uh, point that we got to talk about. Okay. You kind of like went there all Shabbat, Sh- Sh- Shabbat, Shabbat. Um, so I'm going to read uh, Mark two twenty three through twenty. Actually, first I'm going to read something else first, and then go back to that. Do with it. That's okay. Um, no, going to look at Exodus sixteen, which is kind of. Now, I don't know if it's the first time they did the Sabbath or if it's just, like, an early example of it, but um, this is some Old Testament Sabbath and how serious it gets. Uh, so I'm going to do Exodus 16, 22, probably through 30, just for context. Because I always, like, overshoot just to make sure I'm not missing anything that should be part of it. So it's a long one, but I hope that's okay. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, 22 through 30. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much bread Today you will not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, you will there will be none. Sorry. On the seventh day some of the people went out to gather, but they found none. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will you refuse to keep my commandments and my laws? See, the Lord has given you the Sabbath. Therefore on the sixth day he gives you bread for two days. Remain each of you in this place. Let no one go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. So I mean that's like serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot to breathe in the middle of that. So I'm like running out of air.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: <laughs> nervous on camera, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, just like that. That's I don't again. I don't want to say that's how the Sabbath started, but that's like that's how it was for for God's people uh, earlier in the story. It was a lot more serious than we take it now. I think. Uh, To the point where it was like, literally, they would try to go out and gather food on the Sabbath and it wouldn't be there to gather. (laughs) And and then the stuff that was left over back when there were no refrigerators and probably no Ziploc bags, you know, I'm guessing. I don't know what that would have been. Probably not in the Old Testament. (laughs) There wasn't any plastic. (laughs) But, I mean, you couldn't preserve food as well unless Mm -hmm. you dunked it in salt forever. But... Uh The food that they kept that should have gone bad didn't. And when they went out to try and find new stuff, there wasn't anything there to find. Uh, it, it Basically just showing that like God saying, hey, take this day seriously. This is a day to rest. It's set aside. Please use it that way. Mm-hmm. Use it to worship. And I think at that point we would then kind of use it to do everything else we've been talking about tonight. That's the time to fellowship. That's the time to worship. That's the time to gather. Um, so going back to what was in the plan that I skipped on, uh, um, we got Mark 2, uh, verses 23 through 28, which says, On the Sabbath he was going through the grain fields, and the disciples began to make their way, picking some heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? He said to them, Have you never read what David and those who were with him did when he was in need and hungry? How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priests, and also gave some to his companions? Then he told them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. So then, the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So I read that, and I think about how, like, we treat the Sabbath with so much legalism, I think, is, or I don't know if legalism necessarily, but we definitely make it a thing where there's a danger of legalism in it. There's this whole idea that, um, I mean, that's what the Pharisees did was build rule after rule stacked on top of each other for, you know, if you do this on the Sabbath, you're breaking the Sabbath, or if you do this. You're dishonoring God because it's the Sabbath. You shouldn't do it. Um, what was the number of steps you could take in one direction? It, it wasn't like, many. It was like no. like twelve or eighteen, or,
0: or, or it was even um, if, if they even said not to look into a mirror because if you look in a mirror and you find it gray hair, you'll want to pluck it, and well, that's that's work. work. You know? And how dare you? Yeah. But
3: I think those two different uh, passages of scripture kind of show the extremes. There's people who just don't use it, and there are people who take the Sabbath way out of control. Mm-hmm. And we kind of forget that it you know, what what, what Jesus said in here in and, and Mark Two is that uh, the Sabbath was made for us to rest. It's I mean God did it the first time during the creation
2: mm-hmm.
3: and he set the example. But I mean, Jesus says in here that the Sabbath was made for man. So it shouldn't be something that stresses us out as much as I think it does. (laughs) Maybe that's a good way to say it. Like um, we shouldn't be sitting there worrying about whether we've broken a commandment by, by uh, taking too many steps or going shopping on Sunday, you know, which I know there are some people that won't do that. It's like, you can't bring groceries into your home. It's Sunday. You can't do that. But, uh, and then going the other way, uh, people just disregard it completely.
0: Yeah.
3: I, I think that it's important. Now I know that, you know, there are going to be some people, some, you know, listeners, I'd say even that maybe you have a job where you're scheduled on Sunday once in a while. I don't think that that's wrong for you to work that day if that's what your employer needs. You know, I think that it's important to still take some time to rest at some point if you can, because God did not build us to fire on all cylinders all week you know Mm. we're i mean we're obviously going to need some time to rest anyway just because of our physical limitations but i think even more so that if god commands it then it's obviously necessary and
0: important you guys got any thoughts on that no i I think (laughs) i got (laughs) plotting. please bring them i'm running you i I got got to to say say, i say i think in the day and age and we live in of like house the lord and, and hurry and Con, like the constant, like the constant gears going mm-hmm. in the world. I think it's, uh, it's almost like a, like a peaceful act of resistance to stop and rest and to reset, uh, not only physically, but like spiritual. Mm. that's a spiritual thing We when we come into the rest of like, especially if we have our eyes set on God, like I'm coming to just be with you in this moment. I'm coming to rest. And not given to the the things that the world keeps saying I need to do on every second moment of distraction and every second moment. Was it Abraham, Joshua, Heschel, the, he was, a I I believe he was, he was a, a rabbi. Um, I can't be wrong. I can't remember at, at the moment, but it says the Sabbath is a reminder of the two worlds, the world, uh, this world and the world to come is an example of both uh, for the Sabbath is joy, holiness, and rest. Joy is part of this world. Holiness and rest are something of the other of the world to come. Mm. And I think Sabbath is a time to worship and to be with God in the quiet without distraction. Um, and you can limit that to saying, I don't know have my phone off for an entire day, and you're just no distractions. You're with your family. You said, and like, especially if you're if we're Christians, and we have said we have something to look forward to, and we get away from distractions is usually God will come and speak to us because we have nothing to think of besides Him.
1: Well, yeah. So a lot of things about the Sabbath. Um, one would be we find that. The day of worship changed when Jesus was resurrected, right? So Sabbath mm-hmm. in the Old Testament was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then we see in the book of Acts, they move the day of worship from Saturday to Sunday, the first day of the week, the day that Jesus rose from the grave. And so New Testament worship, I think the primary change and why we don't maybe feel as led to, to say the Sabbath is... Is is as firmly commanded as we might think, is because it would seem that you have all of these Gentiles, you have all these people folding in in the Book of Acts that are not Jewish, have no requirement to to take the Sabbath off, and now they're worshiping on the first day of the week, which to us would be would feel like a Monday, mm-hmm. and so the idea is this coming together and fellowshipping and worshiping God in a special way on what they were calling the Lord's Day, which is now Sunday, mm-hmm. and so what. I think what what I think we should do is take texts like Exodus because what 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 you read was so good, and then right before that, because you had read um, in verse twenty two, but before that it said, um, the day before they went out and they didn't listen to Moses, and so some of some left it till the morning, and it bred worms and stank, and Moses was angry with them. So the day before they they took too much mm. and tried to hold it over. And then the day that, that they were supposed to take extra and then not go out, so that they weren't following God's command. They weren't doing what God said. And so with the, with the Sabbath, we have this great opportunity to come together corporately and worship the, the risen Christ. And then on top of that, wisdom would say creation tells us that we're not built to work seven days a week. I mean, just creation said, you know, God didn't work seven days a week. You know, us working seven days a week is essentially saying God. I can't trust you mm. with my productivity. Mm. I can't not work seven days. Otherwise, stuff's not going to get done. Yeah. And that there's a lack of faith there. A lot of times the Sabbath is not not backing off, is, is typically a lack of faith. It's saying, I need every second of my day to accomplish the things I have to do. Mm. And if I don't do them, they're not going to get done. And that's not that's not what God says. God says, come to me, you who are labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you Rest and we know from Hebrews that rest is ultimately Christ. So we don't work for our salvation. We don't work for anything. We 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 rest in the completed work of Christ and saying He is enough. Mm. And in all my limitations, physical, spiritual, and otherwise, I can rest knowing that the work is done, my king is on the throne, and that's what Sabbath is. It's the worship of the king and trusting that I can't I can't spin every plate and survive. I need Christ. And that's what the New Testament church shed light on the old Testament church said there are things you can't do what the new Testament church says there are things you don't have to do because Christ has done them yeah. and we can rest in that and we could take and, and he, but he's worthy of full days. He's worthy of, you know, anybody that says I want to take the whole Sabbath and or the whole Sunday and and rest from work and to fellowship. I mean, those are great, great things. And they should be applauded and encouraged and we should pour gas on that fire. <laughs> but if you do have to work, what we say is go to work, but 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 also worship. Right? Like worship, find a way to worship corporately because that's the uniqueness of the Christian life. If you gotta go to work, you gotta go to work. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But but the Sabbath is is just a picture of, of how good it is to rest in the completed work of Christ in every way. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's...
0: I Love it. Do you think there's any uh... Do you think there's any practical ways to say if we said we took this day, like we took a Saturday before we came into church <clears> on <throat> Sunday? Mm-hmm. I say we took a Saturday, just rested with our families and we detoxed from
1: all of the outside distraction. There's a ton of stuff out there about how you how you prepare for Sunday morning, to begin Saturday night. Past, our pastor won't watch a movie on Saturday night. That's that's crazy to me. I mean, Saturday nights are fun. <laughs> but some people do that. I mean, so there, I think there's something to be said. Um, a lot of the old dead guys would um they would usually do um Sunday morning, Sunday night service, and then in the afternoon they enjoyed eating a meal, talking about the sermon, maybe reading a good book. So like they would make it like a whole day because they had those book ended by two worship services mm-hmm. and then they would eat and they would fellowship and they would spend time with their kids talking about the things of God. And they made they made they called it the market day of the soul. The idea was like like you go to market to buy all your goods. This was the market day of the soul. It was a whole day of of doing God honoring, God thoughtful things to 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 basically give you that that anchor for the rest of the week. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is like to like read the Bible or read a book on Sunday afternoon. There's just something about like I'm already warmed up because of worship. I'm already I'm already jazzed up because we sang and we prayed and we we heard the scripture. So Sunday afternoons, I love to read a book or I love to read the scripture or, or, or a different part of the scripture just to, cause I feel like I'm already warmed up. It's mm-hmm. like my car's already running. I want to go. And I think that's part of the idea of like, that's a that's great cool. way to use your, your Sabbath. Yeah. That's cool. That's... I think it can also atone to like
0: a digital addiction. That's yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. If you just say, I'm not going <laughs> to. Distracted by. I think it's something to do. I think at least in this age, Mm -hmm. that's what we have to deal with now. No notifications and stuff like that. No, uh, no rush on the, on the feelings that we get when we scroll or whatever. But yeah,
2: that's
0: good. So you want to add anything extra from that? It's been good. It's been good to think about the ways we can grow nearer to our savior. Yes, it is. It's been really, it's been, it's been, it's been nice to kind of see how this whole, like, rule of life is kind of played out Mm -hmm. in my life. And I would assume in your guys' lives, it's kind of changed a little. It's kind of changed some things. It's kind of pointed us more towards God instead of legalism or, uh, go with the flow. Mm. It's, you know, it's made me intentional about how I center my life around God, what I read, what I put in my mind, yeah. yep. um, what I, who I center, like who I surround myself with. And like, you know, ultimately we want to point, we want to point each other to God. To be more like him, but to do the things that he did others and um, for the sake of others, um for the sake of her wives and her families yeah. and our friends and our community um yeah, this has been a very, very at least for me um like spiritually well, it's been really fulfilling to kind of go through all this and really discuss it. Break it apart, study it, and yeah, it's been really good. Um, s- check us out on Apple Podcast, rate us, give us a review.
2: Uh, Perfectly five stars,
0: yeah, <laughs> for good. Um, uh, stay tuned for our next episode. It's gonna be spicy.
2: <laughs> we're not gonna tell you what it is. You're skeptical. but it's gonna be. Sp- it is much prep hot take. Yeah. Much prep
0: currently we're not on so okay, guys say that we're not on any anymore. Yeah. Okay, Yeah, we're not on anchor anymore. We're yeah. still on Spotify. We're still on Spotify. Spotify. We're on everything.
1: We're now going to be yeah, on We YouTube. are We are We're, gonna a, a, we're what? Aren't we going to be on YouTube? We got to put this We are going to be on YouTube. You got to put it somewhere. Now we're recording if we find. To say something he almost forgot.
3: I know. Sorry, man. This should be really I didn't cool. forget. You're that kid that reminds the teacher about homework at hey,
1: the clinic. Hey, we going to do a quiz today.
0: <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. It so has been. See you next time. This has been Outsiders Podcast. Have a good one. Bye. See